Welcome everybody to the Convertical Podcast with your host Kahari Dixon. This week, the shortest distance between two goals. This week we have feature Amara El Shukri. He is a known poet. He is a the Imam of uh, Main Center in Houston, Texas, and one of my closest friends. This minute we give you forty minutes of greatness. I like to dub this episode the shortest distance between two goals. We go over the power of the phrase, I don't know. Then we discuss the concept of Tawheed. Then we do a quick breakdown of Surah Al-Fatiha and its importance. So, buckle in. Let's get ready for the Convertical with your host, Kahari Dixon. In the place to be, it's your host K-A-Y, dash to the D. My name's Kahari Dixon, and you are listening to the Convertical Podcast, Finding Islam and Standing Upright. Today's host we have, excuse me, today's special guest we have no other than the man himself, Hot Flame Spitter. Uh, if you have a question, he will find the, ho- the Hadith Go-Getter. Mm. Uh you know, if you have something uh, that you have questions about in the Quran, you can reach him out for that. He is very, mm. ve- very well versed in mm. Arabic and translating that mm. to all of you guys out there. And why not have one of the, you know, one of the smartest young African American mm. <laughs> males that we have coming up uh, in the world? In the world, well. Definitely in Houston. Big shout out to him at the Black Lives Matter uh, rally. They're giving him a shout out down there for George Floyd. Mm. Um, so, as you can tell by the ums and the oohs and the ahs, please give an applause for your boy, Sheikh Amar El Shukri is in the building. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not satisfied with that intro. That was only two two and a half minutes of exaggeration. Oh man, I, I needed to keep I needed it. a good five minutes of. I've been trying to keep it low, but you know how I, it is. I needed more bloviation. Oh man, you know, but what happens is, uh, if you need elevation, then they sell platform shoes, right? That's, mm. that's what they used to say. Anyway, you need to get higher. Here goes some platform shoes. So, anyway. so, so the answer that I I keep an answer in my pocket for all of those questions that you mentioned about the Quran and Hadith and all of that. Mm-hmm. And it's a very simple answer, and it's most of the time just I don't know. Ooh. When you got that I don't know in your pocket, you can you can walk into any. That's facts. You can walk into. I don't any know. It's such a such a powerful. I even know it in French. Je ne sais pas. You know. And me, I usually tell people uh, my fake Spanish accent, no Nintendo. Mm. <laughs> They're like, no, no. I'm like, no Nintendo. No Nintendo. No Nintendo, man. No I can't Nintendo. comprehend it though. So on the convertible. Can't even say it, but on the convertible convertical podcast, mm. a whole mouthful here. I'm just you could tell no, I'm it's out not. Of touch. It's really easy. It is very easy. It's a very easy word. A lot of people don't realize the convertical is basically when you come into Islam, they call it converting, you're changing or, or reverting to your old ways. Yeah. And most of us, when we get Islam and we study it and practice it and and expand our knowledge upon it, we end up taking our actions and the way we think about life upward. Like we, mm. we raise our value in that. Mm. And I, I've, for one, been around many people who have given me information. I've acted upon it and raised mm. that. So that will bring you into this fold. It's not just converts because I, I have a great diverse group of 
uh, unmasked Muslims. I got some uh, Muslims on that revolving door Muslim. Yep. You know, you might see a couple of those brothers. And we don't judge them because they still got La ilaha illallah in their heart. So it is what a T.I. is. So what's your experience dealing with, you know, new Muslims? So number one, I am, alhamdulillah, I am so happy to be part of the Convertical oh, yeah. podcast. Well, you know. I love the name so much because it is the emerging of the word convert and vertical. Nice. So it is standing upright. What is it? Standing upright. Finding Islam. Finding Islam and standing, and standing upright. upright. I love it. Yeah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless and accept. That I mean, being said, uh, what was the question? Stand for something to fall for anything. Mm. So what is your experience of dealing with, you know, like... Okay, so someone's listening to this for the first time. They're like, okay, this is Kahari, right? So uh -huh. what does Amar bring to the convertical, to the convert? What, what, what do you have for this I mean, audience? that's what I asked you. Is that the question? <laughs> that's the first thing I told you. I said, I'm not a convert, so I don't know what type of value. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know what value I'm adding here. But listen, I'll tell you what value. <laughs> I'll tell you the number one reason I'm here. Okay, okay? okay go My ahead. number one reason. Is to bring Kahari uh -huh. out of Kahari. That's Whoa. it. That's my number one reason. My number one reason is to be here to support my brother. Uh-huh. Shout out my brother. Nice. And to make sure that he Shout gives me you, out. Don't doubt me out. Yes. I and that, feel and that. that he gives you full personality that he has. That's right. The double barrel. Because when the lights right. come on, people kind of, you know, sometimes they just wanna they, they wanna like reserve. Come, you know what I'm saying? He might turn into the See, that's when I used to worry, though. I used to be like, oh, man, who's going to listen to this podcast? And I thought about, like, the circles that I recorded, right, with my job-wise. Like, but you're not recording for. Exactly. I'm not working for. This is mine for my people. There's a reason why the rappers call me. Mm. There's a reason why I can go to Popeye's Chicken and a brother said, man, I was Muslim 50 years ago, but, mm. you know, uh, I have a conversation with you. Well, there's a reason Jesus. you're at Popeye's in the first place. That's right. We all there for the spicy chicken sandwich, man. And if you don't know. Now you know. All hands down, the Popeye spicy chicken sandwich. Where's Best the crown? in the union. Where's the crown, bro? Best in the union. Where's the crown? So just us trying to figure, back to the original topic, why would I bring someone that isn't a convert on my podcast? And it's a simple, very, very, very simple answer. And the answer is the way that he breaks the Quran down in a way that someone like me and you guys who are listening can get it. It's, it's a graspable, a graspable, I made that word up, mm. something to grab. Graspable. Graspable. No, but yes. But I got close. you, man. That's why I'm here. I'm here. It's Ooh. okay. No, man. You, this is my podcast. But even graspable, I'm not even sure if that's a word. <laughs> I mean, it's you can a, it's grab something, it. It's something you can and grasp. I started, and you know what it started with was... Um, we, used to, we were doing the breakdown. Sora Masad. It was Sora Masad. Man, that, that, we should have kept going with that, man. I know. It was me. I, you know, I get into these holes where I like to hide out, bro. I, I enjoy my privacy. So what we were doing was... Kahari uh, has been studying the Quran for a long time, reading the Quran. He's, he's worked himself up to some beautiful fluency, actually, in reading. Kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up to kindergarten status. Anyway, so don't let so, him fool And he would read, mm -hmm. and I would basically just, because this is something that I remember doing with a friend of mine a long time ago, and he used to read, and I used to just, and I did the same with Kahari, and we just break down the words. What does this word mean? 
But it was that, and I don't think it was Surat al-Masad, but it might have been something else. No, we did another one. It was, but what it, when I was trying to increase, because I have a very bad memory, right? And it was when I was trying to learn Surahs. And the way that we went over, and it's a very, Surah Masad is a very short Surah. But just the way we went over the words, you turn them into visual pictures that I can see in my head. And the Arabic just happened to fit into that that tone there. Okay. And that's what made it. I didn't know I was doing all that, but I'll take I it. Know, man, man. I'll take it. This is what happened when you mess with a photographer, bro. I, mean, yeah, I see right. it totally different, man. Yeah. I see it totally different. But, you know, so that's why he's on this podcast, because the knowledge and the game he's able to give it. And then what I've been really enjoying is the access that you've been giving them. Uh, for the first time in like a thousand years in history, mm. this dude is answering questions via video. <laughs> I was that, shocked listen, to see that one. We're shooting this in but my. We're shooting this in my apartment right now, where I've been for the past three months. No, <laughs> no leaving. No, just I'm Inshallah. just been chilling. Alhamdulillah. So hey. eventually, you start needing to communicate with people. Yeah. So that's and, how that ended up. And, and you know, and I I bring that up because I think a lot of people, a lot of a lot of dudes from the hood, man, uh, a lot of sisters from the hood, a lot of converts can. I really believe that you're like a to me personally, and this is why I, I love this flagship, this pilot, this this first episode, official episode being with you. Mm. You are that bridge to someone coming to the master. Now I'm not saying like coming, I mean in walking up and say, Hey man, I got a question about this. And you can break it down in a very simple way. Alhamdulillah, I'm glad to Because a lot of people to. don't have that. Yeah, but and, and you I'm not trying to make the podcast about me, though. No, that's, that's, but it is about you. No, though. no, it's not. Right now, this, no. this part. No, just no. this part, I'm going no. to be ended soon because I got some things I want to talk about. Yeah, right? so let's talk about those I, things. I really want to get into it. Okay. Yeah. So we were thinking about tomorrow. Okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like the shine on it, but it's fine. So let's go ahead and put the proof to pudding. Mm. This episode right here is sponsored by the New Muslim Guide. The New Muslim Guide is something that I'm... Uh, a part of is a project. I believe that it's a a book that every person, every new Muslim should have in their house. It's like an encyclopedia from A to Z, from finances to marriage, from Hajj, from everything, from prayer, of course, a lot from prayer. There's an app for it. it. There's, an, There's app. an app for it. There's a website for it. Uh, you can actually access the website and check out the book itself. But you get it from me if you want a paperback company, a cop paperback copy. I am. Uh, us and my partner of Clear Lake Islamic Center are the only ones that sell it in the United States. You got to go to UK if you want the paperback copy. But through this podcast, you can holla at your boy and I'll take care of you on that one. So, uh, someone converts to Islam. Yeah. Boom, here we are. And after the hugs, mm. after the kisses, mm. after you've given your new name, selfie. <laughs> After you give me your new name, oh, I forgot yeah, about that. Your the name selfie, is the selfie. Your name is Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a black master. Your name is Abdullah. Um. <laughs> your name is Abdullah. Get it right. Um, what is I've learned, and what I've been seeing is the subject of Tawheed coming up. Yeah. What is Tawheed for someone to understand? What What does that mean? Why would it, Why would it say okay, you converted to Islam? Okay, and I'm giving you guys the key out here about learning about this word Tawheed. Tawheed. What, what is Tawheed and why should these new converts know about Tawheed? 
uh, Tawheed is the most important principle in Islam And it's to worship God alone That God is the only one who created And he's the only one who fashioned And he's the only one who protects And he's the only one who provides And mm-hmm. he's the only one who facilitates everything He's mm-hmm. the one who's in control 100% mm-hmm. And so if he's the only one who created you and fashioned you and provides for you and protects you and all of that, mm-hmm. then he's the only one who you should thank. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who you should fear. Mm. And he's the only one who you should worship. Mm. And we believe that this is the message of all of the prophets mm-hmm. from Adam all the way to Muhammad with Moses and Jesus and Noah and Abraham and everybody in between. Yeah. That they all call people to worship God alone because yeah. the greatest uh, good is to worship God And the greatest evil Is that when God is the one Who did all of this for you mm-hmm. That you turn around and worship someone else Yeah So and that's a powerful And as I understand it And we'll keep it 100% here uh, Transparent There's like three aspects of Tawhi That makes it right Yeah I mean scholars categorize yeah, you know, They categorize. categorize for different reasons Of but course a famous categorization is three, yeah. Okay. The, the oneness of Allah's lordship, that God is the only one who created the heavens and the earth, and he's the one who, who controls, and he's the one who provides, and he's the one who brings down the rain, and he's the one who brings you life, and yeah. all of that. He's the Rabb, the Lord. Yes. Uh, and the second one is his right to be worshipped. He's mm-hmm. the only one who is deserving of our prayer. He's the only one deserving of our sacrifice. Soul. He's the only one deserving of our... Love, our divine love, mm-hmm. and our divine fear, yeah. or fear of the divine at least. And yeah. he, number three, he's the only one, he's, um, he's unique in his names and attributes. Mm. So that there's no one who has nothing the qualities like of God. There's nothing like him. So it stands alone for sure. He stands alone. There's no one who sees everything like God sees everything. Yes. There's no one who hears everything like God hears everything. Mm-hmm. There's no one who has his divine qualities. And, and one thing that the, my future leader, my my leader, my future audience will understand, I have this concept of the basically the emotional triangle, and whereas thoughts, emotion, and actions, and that Tawhi aspect, all three of those fit into that as well. Like you know, worshiping God alone by itself. Here's the names to worship Him by, and here are the ways that you should do it. Okay. So. I, I, I Say that one more time it. Emotion what? Thoughts, emotions, and actions Okay Thoughts It's the things that we want to try to have in our You know Everyone has these thoughts, right? Which When something happens It, it leads them to an emotion Okay And then we have So these that's thoughts fear, love Yes Okay Right? And then the last thing These two things Produce an action Reliance right? on Allah or whether you do or not, whether when the bad thing happens to you, and what you, you say, you worship not. Allah alone, right? So when seemingly something bad happens, you don't let it drive you to a negative place. Or some people, and you know, we have probably people who struggle with alcohol, struggle with weed, struggle with all types of things, struggle with taking their their fears and their pains and just venting them through social media, right? Whether it's you know, double tapping IG celebrity feeds, you know what I mean? Mm. Just that constant thing. So having control of your thoughts and your emotions will produce a positive action, right? Okay. So that that's, you know, but we'll get into that a little bit as the podcast grows because that's a whole 
PDF books. I like it. I think it's worth it, definitely exploring yes. some more because yeah. the the purpose of categorization is just to make things relatable and yeah. clear in people's minds. So <laughs> you can categorize in a lot of different ways. Yeah, uh, but that was a big reason why I brought that up, the Tawheeb aspect of it, because a lot of us, like me personally, when I converted in '97, I never, I, I haven't heard of the word Tawheeb until like maybe 2015. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Really? And yeah, for real. Oh. I mean, but it's real. My background and my unconventional way to Islam is different than most people. Yeah. Right? I grew up in Philadelphia, uh, Chester, PA, to be exact. Mm. Or I grew up uh, where my mom was Christian and my mother's sister was Muslim. So, what that means is when my mom and dad split, had their divorce, my mom was a hustler, so she worked all the time. So that allowed me to be with my Muslim mom all the time. So I learned about Islam at a very... She's her younger age. or older sister? Uh, younger sister, Yeah. right? So I learned about Islam at a very age where I grew up with Christianity and Islam, right? Going to Juma on Friday and then church on Sunday wow. type, of, type mm. of thing. My whole life, what my mom told me one day, I tell you, when I was like 16 and... When I was trying to really become Muslim, my mom noticed it. And she was like, well, you can't do anything until you're 18. When you're 18, then you can do what you want to do. Mm. And that January of my 18th birthday, I, I converted to Islam. But oh, wow. after all of this, I, I've never still read the Quran. That's the weird part about it. I took a shahada. As more so what made you want to be Muslim then? What made me want to be Muslim is I already was Muslim in my thought. Because when I was young, I, I always wanted to be a preacher, right? I don't know why, just because maybe because my family was into church and my grandfather was a gospel singer, right? Yeah. But I could never fix my mouth to say that Jesus was Lord. Mm. I always felt as though he was a man. Like in my head, it didn't take anything else. Yeah. I just knew it from the back. Yeah. And I could never say it. I could never, eh, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Right? And as life went on, you know, you hear these concepts, but then you see them in practice. And then as I went through my Jahaliyyah years, um, after I converted uh, initially, um, well, like I said, I, I, that, that's a different story. That's another show. Um, I, I was here, all the things I grew up in the, you know, like five-year-old, six-year-old, 10-year-old, in those age, started coming back when I was like 18, 19, 20, 22. Mm. And it wasn't until I was like 25 or 26, I think it was like 2006, uh, when I was like at the bottom of the bottoms, like I searched all the religions again just to see if I wasn't doing it right. And I moved back to Philadelphia and there was a Quran on the shelf and I picked it up and never stopped yet. So first day, as you say- So those seeds that she was planting at six and yeah. seven and eight yeah, and yeah. nine, they just continued to grow. They always grow. And that's something that I think a lot of parents- Seeds uh, grow. They, they worry about. Yeah. Right. They've been planting seeds, and then when their kids hit the teenage years, they're yeah. like they're wilding out. They're they're completely off the. But you hope that the if they've been anchored, yeah, in their youth, yeah, in their childhood, yeah, that eventually, no matter how far, I'm I, I'm living proof of that because, like I said, it it, it it's like a. I always liken it to the palm tree, right? The palm tree is a seed that you plant in the ground. And when you plant the palm tree in the ground, 
you can water or a bamboo tree. Sorry, you can water it. It's a bamboo or a palm, one of those trees. I'm pretty sure they both get planted. You plant them in the ground in dirt, but you see no action for five years. You see no action, palm tree. You see no action for five oh, okay. years. That's and then mean. one day it springs up to 80 feet. Mm. So not like gradually. So these seeds that my aunt was planting and being around the culture help facilitate or cultivate the soil in my mind. Mm. So when these seeds was planted, and I went through life, a.k.a. the storm, yeah. weather tested, where I get yeah. water, will those seeds grow, yeah. right? And I know a lot of listeners right now listen to this can remember being in the house, uh, whether, if you grew up Muslim or around Muslims, um, or like I said, the unmasked group here, uh, you can remember Quran being played, prayers happening. Because I remember, I didn't know El Fatiha, but... When it was recited, I knew El Fatiha. I don't know how, I can't explain that. Meaning, I remember being so young, five years old in the masjid, but when now when I'm like 26 and I'm like, yo, let me really get serious about Islam. I didn't know El Fatiha like for word verbatim, but I yeah. knew the tone. Yeah, yeah. I knew the rhythm. It was familiar. It. it was very familiar with it. Yeah. So to the parents out there that might be listening to this, keep planting those seeds and watering them because that palm tree will spring up when it's time for it. Um, transitioning from after the Tawheed question here, I get into this thing um, where uh, I'm around a bunch of non-Muslims, right? Yeah. And then I, I tell you, like the guy told me one day, he, he came to me and said, uh, so I believe in Jesus, you believe in Muhammad, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, right? White guy, right? He was like, so if Jesus and Muhammad got in a fight, who would win? Wow. So basically, it was weird, right? That's, That's a good question. Okay, brother. But the point that I'm bringing that up, what is the significance and why do we, uh, I know we don't worship the Prophet Muhammad, but what is the importance of the Prophet Muhammad in Islam? Uh, he's the final messenger. Mm. He's the... He's our human example. <laughs> I like it. And when Omar gives his sarcastic answers, he smiles at it. I'm like, saying. It's the answer, bro. Like, come on. I but mean, no, he, like. is, he is the most perfect human worshiper of God mm -hmm. that we have as an example that we have been commanded to follow. Mm. We've been commanded to follow his sunnah, which mm -hmm. is his tradition. Yeah. And... He his path mm. has been laid out as the path to God, mm. by God. So how I can say this in a sports type of way, right? Okay. Allah created the game, basketball. But okay. the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam is the Jordan, the GOAT, the way to play the game. Okay. That's how Kobe studied. I know, I took it to American basketball. I did this. Yes, I did. Because the simple fact is... Kobe studied Jordan and did everything he did, mimicked him to the Yeah, king. but I'll disagree. You know why? Mimic. I'm talking yeah, about Yeah, but wise. you don't have to follow Jordan. Well, I'm what if you're Tim Duncan? What if you're Shaq? Oh, man, he's killing me. You know this. what I'm saying? Like, don't they kill didn't. the analogy. Bro. No, yeah, but it's a bad analogy. Like, oh. I got to. <laughs> Come on, man. Lucky this is the first episode, episode 15, we have better analogies coming yeah, soon. Man. Yeah, man. He was excited, no, too. He's eyes light up. It's, it's, it's the game, though. Man. It's the game. The, the world. Here's the game. The Quran to me, this is what it is. The Quran to me is the world. 
Everything that's going to happen into the world is going to happen in the world. And the Prophet Muhammad, he, his life, peace of blessing. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Medicine cabinet. I'll give you an example. You get what I'm saying? Like the world <laughs> is this. <laughs> the medicine cabinet. The medicine yeah, yeah, cabinet. Yeah, yeah. Meaning you study his life and yeah. you figure out that's what how you get skills yeah, that yeah. you have in your life looking at yourself. Mm-hmm. And you say, I'm taking this one. I'm taking this one. I'm taking this I'll one. Give you an one. one. I'll Let's give you an easier one. I'll give you an easier one. Convertible people, you feel me. I'll give you, I'll give you an easier one. He's the ambassador. <laughs> Okay. When you when you the ambassador represents the country, yeah, cool. Yeah. The ambassador represents the. Country. I like that better actually. So when we're talking about even if you're going to talk, I like in, the basketball in, in in Christian terms and say the yeah. kingdom of God. Who's the ambassador to the kingdom? Mm. Whoever the ambassador is now, mm-hmm. I can't say. Well, I'm going to go call up the previous ambassador. Okay. Because his term is over. Yeah. His term doesn't right. It's about it's about who's the current ambassador. Facts. And and that's what we believe about the prophets. Yeah, Jesus was ambassador to the people, unbelievable to the children of Israel, mm-hmm. and he addresses the children of Israel. But the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was sent to all of mankind. Oh, okay. And when he was sent to all of mankind for all time, mm-hmm. then it's not about following uh, any particular prophet to the exclusion of the Prophet Muhammad Yeah, we follow all of the prophets generally. And the Prophet Muhammad specifically. Okay, I, I like the basketball one, but I like the ambassador one too. Yeah, but you but had not, you had nothing. Game. You had nothing for Shaq. Yeah, but you it, had nothing for Tim Duncan. It's, okay, I guess it was specific. Okay, but this is the war. This is the game, and this is how you play the game. Yeah, yeah. Basically, what I okay, was saying. Yeah. So if it's like the rule book, right? The rule book. Yeah. You can't double dribble in basketball unless okay, you're James Okay, Phil Harden, Jackson. Right? I mean, let's say it's the coach. That's it. That's more a better analogy because yourself is the player. The game is the world, and then we study the, we we get advices from previous sahabas and prophets and things. So we, when we play the game, we know how to navigate when a different defense is thrown at us. How about that? Okay, it's a little bit rough. <laughs> I'm gonna work the basket. I miss NBA, bro. Do you uh, miss NBA? I, of course, I miss it. I really miss the NBA. I miss like. The NBA. Ah, that's not I mean, tough. just think, like, subhanAllah, we went through Ramadan <laughs> this time, usually May of every yeah. every month, the, every year. Yeah. That's usually around the time that Houston gets eliminated. <laughs> Shout out to Houston losers. That's usually the time when, yeah, that's usually the time when somehow, some way. James Harden turned the ball over. They find, they find a way to lose. <laughs> somehow, some way. Shout out to the Lakers, LA all day. Anyway, um. That was very interesting. So sorry about the uh, the podcast, the uh, game analogy there. It's okay, man. We're, but that was we're, good. We're I believe that was a great one. But anyway, so after we we set this up, God alone, worshiping the God alone, um, and using the names that best befit Him. Um, and did I miss one? God alone, using the name, and He's then the, the Lord, the, His Lordship alone. And now we understand the role of the prophet as the ambassador, as the uh, example where we can find the 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 heal to heal our our personal sicknesses and fix our actions right now we have these two places my biggest thing that people always ask me is like what in the Quran should I read or what should I learn next X Y Z and my answer always is to simply read the Quran <laughs> just read it. it it comes itself what is your take on a person who is introduced to Islam and given his Quran, like, 
What What is your advice to that person? Um, so my advice would be how to approach it is what I'm saying. Yeah, so I would say just read based on your your where you find your heart present, just like mm-hmm. I would tell a Muslim. Yeah, read where your heart is present. If you feel like this chapter is really intriguing to me, if mm-hmm. I'm Christian and I'm super intrigued that there's a chapter called Mary in the Quran, yeah, or I wanna I wanna look up you know the verses and the sections and the selections that talk about yeah. Jesus, for example, and his family, and I wanna study that and analyze that and yeah. kind of. Or I want to I want to learn more, for example, about or well, there's a, a particular uh, chapter of the Quran other than those yeah. that I just find very intriguing. I have no problem. Go ahead and read wherever you find your heart present, whether it's the beginning or whether it's at the end. I don't mind where you start as long as you start. I mean, because some people they really they really ask that question, like, what should I read? What, what's the first thing I should learn? What what should I know? Um, then I would so say that's why I brought that up. The yeah. first chapter of the Quran. Understanding that is it's yeah. huge. It's only seven verses, huge, but it is huge. the most oft-repeated words in human history. Mm. There's not a single passage anywhere, any tradition, any religion, any civilization, any language mm. that is repeated more ever in human history mm. than these seven verses at the beginning of the Quran. Man, millions of people every single day recite it 17 times a day not once or twice a day not in the morning and the evening 17. 17 times minimum by the way huge 17 times minimum they recite it and so that is huge. this uh passage is uh considered the greatest chapter of the quran so if i'm going to start i'm going to start there hmm. i mean when i and get a little bit deeper for you guys. Um, as I started studying and I came across a hadith about how Allah responds to Al-Fatiha. Fatiha. Mm. And using Al-Fatiha as a, uh, a way, like a structure for you to pray to God when you want personal things, right? Like I'm trying to, you know, if I got court difficulties, learning that you praise God first, uh, what is it that you praise God first? Yeah, so you said Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, mm-hmm. which is a structure for dua. This, pra- is, this is what I'm bringing this up. All praise is due to Allah. That's the first thing that you say. Mm-hmm. And when you say that in the hadith, Allah says, My servant has praised me. Mm-hmm. And then you say, uh, Ar Rahman Ar Rahim, the most merciful, the most merciful, mm-hmm. right? And Allah says, My servant has exalted me. Mm-hmm. And then the person says, Maliki Umiddin, the master of the day of judgment. Yeah. And he says, My servant has majadani, has glorified me. Yes. And then he says, uh, what is it? Maliki Umiddin, Iyakan Abu, you alone do you worship, you alone you seek for help. Mm-hmm. And then Allah says, This is between me and my servant, and my servant will have whatever it is that they're asking for. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you're absolutely right. The beginning is like preparation to making a request. Yeah. And the request comes in the fifth verse of Surah Al-Fatiha where they say, Guide us the straight path. I see you with the tajweed, mashallah, mashallah. Guide us to the straight path. And then he says, uh, Allah then says, this is for my servant and my servant will have what they are asking for. And so that's the request. And the request of Surah Al-Fatiha is, you know, guide us to the straight path. Yes. Guide us to the straight path. That's what you're asking for. Straight path. There's nothing more valuable in this world than to be guided to God. Yes. And for my people out there, remember this, that it's a straight path. But along this path, it's a very wide path. 
And some people are on this path that are like students of knowledge. I consider those like going cars, man, like <laughs> Ferraris going on the straight path. Then you're going to find some people on bicycles, right? And then you're going to find some people walking. And then eventually you're going to find people sitting down and just sitting and waiting. Now, I'm not encouraging those, but I want my listeners out there to feel comfortable that as long as you keep striving to better yourself and stay on the path where you could be resting on the path or you could be speeding on the path, but never deviating from the path. Right. So that's going interesting. Left, going right. I wasn't. Um, I know that example that I you're know. sharing. Uh-huh. No, no. Mind blown. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> what more can I say? But you're welcome. I was gonna Next seminar, he's gonna be talking basketball analogies. No, and no, 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 no. no, go ahead. <laughs> so when you say students of knowledge, that's yeah. the Ferrari. I, 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 mean, I want to make a point that okay. that's not the only Ferrari. No. That's the point. Yeah. The the straight path is one, but the vehicles that people traverse. Yeah. Use to you. to go is, yeah. and you know what? Some person, their Ferrari. Mm. might be their service to their mom. Yeah. And through that, they are driving faster than any person giving khutbah anywhere. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. But the interesting point that you're mentioning is that the seeking knowledge has the potential Mm -hmm. of not just being a Ferrari, but a a rocket. Mm. Like it has the potential to be... It, it has and that we'll, potential. Uh, and, and when we say seeking knowledge, we mean like bettering yourself, right? Like, I understand seeking knowledge, but I'm talking to a dude, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay, so if it's bettering yourself, then absolutely. Yeah, yeah you get what I'm saying? Yeah, for just sure. so for all, all yeah. listeners. Out but here. I also don't want people to feel like that's the only path. Yeah. Because there that's are. That's a good point to bring that up. Everybody's got different talents, everybody's got different strengths. Yes. And. Allah Azza wa Jal has given us all uh, unique gifts, and so we should be able to use those gifts to service humanity yeah. and serve Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in the most perfect way. I a thousand percent agree because I'm happy you clarified that because my biggest thing that I talk about with my mom, my mom always talk about how nice I am to her, and I really believe that nothing in my life would be anything if I wasn't. The good son. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I make myself the good son. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So I'm happy you brought that up because it is many ways to be on this path where it's not knowing everything, but it's, you know, the one person that consistently wakes up and feeds the homeless and not tell anybody about it. I mean, even that one person that comes outside and feed the bird feeder just for the sake of God. There know? are a lot of people who a lot of are just incredibly uh helpful yeah right everybody in the neighborhood like who, who this person needs help moving they're there helping them move yeah this person this lady needs help shopping for example and they're there mm-hmm. this person's you know what i mean they're just yeah. out in uh helping everybody everybody yeah. who needs help i mean and, and that is an incredible that kid who gets a, a flat tire at 3 a.m even though he's not even in his house, right? Yeah. He's not even his household. Yeah. That older brother or whatever is the first guy that they call, yeah. right? Because they know, everybody just knows everybody that they're that there way. for them, right? That's and right. that's that, those are incredible acts of worship. So you know what? What people? What you're hearing from this right here, guys? It's not all about. Uh, it, it is more about the knowledge and reading the Quran and making sure you stay on your prayers, but also to benefit that and supplement that is the acts of good deeds that you do. 
right? And the best deeds that are done for the sake of Allah are done secret, right? So shout out to everybody out there who are the ones taking care of her grandmother, are the ones uh, that everyone call when uh, they have a flat tire, um, those people who do feed the homeless and different things like that. So shout out to all y'all out there because I know it's a balance of trying to learn the deen and leave your old ways. I know it's very hard. We all, well, personally, I have been there with you. Yep. And that's why I wanted to turn this, my experiences, like I, like I said on the first one, I'm giving you my losses, my L's, so you can turn them into jewelry and wear them with pride. Mm. You know, that's the big thing that I want to do here. Okay, and I want to just grab the people that I know that can help benefit and bring that to them. Um, so that was very interesting going on. We went from the topic of Allah, we talked about the Prophet Muhammad, we talked about the Quran, um, and that being a source. And all of us um, that might have an issue, you know, just dealing with showing how there's many paths or a straight way, how the road is wide, but we're all going on a straight path and continue to doing good. Yeah, it's got to be the, the, the straight path because the shortest distance between two points is what? The I shortest, didn't bring my math. The shortest my distance. <laughs> the shortest distance between two points mm -hmm. is a straight line. Oh, that's true. That's true. And so the shortest distance between you and Jannah is a straight line. It's a straight path. We here for you guys. I mean, and like I said, once again, uh, thank you for tuning into the convertible. This, uh -huh. this is Kahari and convertical. Uh, we have a, a Sheikh Omar Shukri with us real and fast. Convertible. And before we go, and I'm not ready to close it up yet. Um, uh -huh. You ready to close it up? He gotta go. Man. But anyway, uh -huh. I think we gave you a value information, but I'm not ready to go yet. Mm. Uh, I had something else on my mind real fast. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe you just wanted to go ahead and just freestyle it. What you want to do? No, I don't have any. I'm you don't have no written bars for us, man? No, nothing. You ain't got nothing. <laughs> now they want to do poetry. I want them to freestyle. I don't have freestyle. Styles for free. Free for uh, styles. I don't do nothing for free. Keep it going 100 miles uh. and we running. Come on, man. I'm sorry, man. You're the freestyler, man. I don't have I that. I freestyle. Okay. Um, but for sure... I want you guys to make sure that you check uh, Amar Shukri out mm -hmm. on all of his levels of uh, engagement. We had Instagram. Yep. His Facebook is more his videos, and mm -hmm. he got a big, big following on Facebook. It's more just Instagram. Yeah. Instagram's where but I'm is. trying to get him on that YouTube. I like your V. We're starting. Those We're starting YouTube, YouTube. We're starting and YouTube. And you can look his name up from there. That's uh, yep. A M M A R underscore A L S. H U K R Y Y because we love you. Mm. Ooh, that's everybody listen to to mm. me K A Y dash D and the C O N V E R T I C A L. I treat you so well. Uh, <laughs> never mean, scared to fail. Uh, never will I bail. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Foot on the gas. I'm always going to excel. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, thank you guys very much for listening to this episode of the Convertible. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Press like, this button up here to like. Press button. Press this button here to Even subscribe. Even though this is an audio podcast. This is an audio podcast. Just and make sure we, we do video. all that good stuff. Uh -huh. 
and share it because this is coming on Anchor. And make sure that if you go on my Instagram, that's Y-O-K-H-A-R-Y. Uh, that's my personal one. Hold on, let me take that back. Make sure that if you go on my Instagram, convertible underscore podcast on Instagram, that you check out that link to get your copy of the New Muslim Guide. I got 20 of them left for right now. And you can check that out there. Like I said, it's a great resource for you know anyone who is converted or anyone who is in a revolving door Muslim that forgot about it. Um, and wants to bring back that knowledge, or if you happen to, you know, get married to someone that happens to convert to Islam, this is a great encyclopedia meeting point for your family and your house. So, inshallah, y'all, take care. And once again, this is me, K A Y Dash D, aka Kahari D, in the place to be, your host of the Convertical Podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. See you when I see you.